Hello again, everyone. It is time for another episode of the Community Connection Show, the show that brings you positive stories and encouraging news as we interview top leaders in every sector of the community. And now, here is your host, national speaker and best-selling author, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Community Connections with Ryan Sowers. I'm super excited to have my friend and colleague, Sabrina Blackston. She's the location manager and funeral director of Eternal Hills Funeral Home and Memory Garden. Uh, Sabrina, thanks for coming on the show, and how are you today? Thanks for having me, Ryan. I am great. How are you? I'm doing well, and I appreciate those uh, sleek, uh, are they AirPods you got there? Actually, these are Power Beats. Power Beats, okay. Power Beats. Yeah, they got so many of these, okay, they look good. You look, you look Thanks, sharp. Appreciate that. You see that sound? This works. I just appreciate it so much. Well, <laughs> Sabrina, tell us a little bit because I told you this show comes out in video form and then later becomes a podcast. Just tell us a little bit about yourself or your background, your family, whatever, and then we'll get into deeper things about business and so forth. Absolutely. As you previously said, I am location manager, feeder director, Eternal Hills in Snellville. Um, I also live in Grayson. Um, been in Grayson for about four years. I am originally from New York. Um, I am married, have a 21-month-old daughter named Legend, who runs my household. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Um, my husband and I um, have a kickball team um, where my pitch is at. So that's what I do for extracurricular activities when I'm able to do something. Um, you said, did you say kickball? Kickball. Everyone's awesome. always shocked when they hear that. No, I haven't played forever. It's so. fun. Oh, we've been playing for about 10 seasons. So we're very, very active in an adult co-ed kickball league. Really? Is yes. it you play it the same way as baseball still with a but with a kickball? I mean, like the same bases yes. or something? Is that, like, I, I remember playing as a kid. I was a soccer yes. player, so I used to play and could kick the crud out of it. I mean, but uh, I, that's awesome. So that'll be something our audience will learn too, because yes. people don't know about such things. People's always shocked to hear that. Mm, very nice. Well, um, all right. So let's move a little bit. So that is very cool. And it's hard to believe your little one's 22 months old. My goodness. We were she just talking. That's one thing. She was just we, born yesterday. I know. I mean, I feel like we were literally uh, at, at lunch, you and I, you, you know, and Greg, you know, talking about um, talking about that. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, you know, the clock doesn't stop for any of us uh, in terms of. Well, I guess in your your business, <laughs> the clock doesn't stop for any of us until it stops. <laughs> but but uh, in terms of what we're living, uh time just goes so fast and uh but what have you you know i want to get in your so you're tell us a little bit for our audience about you know your location uh in snellville etc and then some stuff you do but i also want to talk about this time of what you've seen during you, you know covid because you know people are i guess still passing away and want to be um remembered that it has nothing to do with covid so i mean is it an interesting dynamic for you like this it's extremely interesting. Um, so we're a combo location. So we have both the funeral home and a cemetery. And as you know, COVID has changed the way everything happens today. So people can't grieve the same because they can't hug, they can't touch. And, you know, that's the universal way to show your emotions in the way you show compassion towards someone. Um, and people can't have their close family at services anymore. Um there's so many common misconceptions surrounding COVID. So some people are afraid to even have open casket services. They're afraid to view their loved ones. Um, it's it's really different. It's really different for us today. Um, and everyone now is just trying to figure out how to get through it, how to get through it in a way to where they can grieve appropriately and where they can celebrate their loved one's life at the same time. Um, but it's just so different. 
So, so that's interesting to me because, you know, that's something, I mean, goodness, from the last time uh, when I was talking to you guys and just thinking we're all having to reinvent how we do things and just try to get through this stuff. But so when they're doing a, with viewings and so forth, can people, can they come together or are they have to stay socially distanced with masks? I mean, how does that all this stuff work? The requirement is you have to wear a mask at all times. We also require that you socially distance at least six feet apart. And the requirements at Eternal Hills is we can't have more than 25 people in a room at a time. Okay. Um, you can still do your traditional visitations where you come in, the casket's open. Um, of course, embalming is required, but you still can come in, you can pay your respects. Um, and then unfortunately, you pay your respects and then you leave. Um, and then it's just kind of left to the close immediate family for the actual service, which really? a lot of families are just simply having graveside services now. Golly. You know, and, and, and this is, I don't know, Sabrina, about you. I mean, both of us, in this case, people, we interview people all over because this show goes all over us. I told you, you know, where it's watched. But in this sense of community, you and I living in these community areas, does it not feel a little bit like a blur from like March to whatever of just trying? I mean, some of this is, I keep you trying to think where it's like unprecedented, unreal, but some of it's just when you're saying that, it's just you're doing it every day, but it's almost like, what the heck is going on? I mean, do you ever feel that way? Yes, absolutely. And it's like time has just completely just evaporated from us. And it's like we were in March and then now here we are in August. There was no summer. There was nothing. And it's like we're here. And it's like we're literally just living day to day, just trying to make it from one day to the next while really maintaining our sanity because no one knows what to do. Um, and it's just so concerning. Well, it's just interesting with your you guys' input because y'all, you know, so much about celebrating life's life's, you know, and 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 all the, you know, y'all are an amazing group. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you think about, you know, you're talking about, you know, one of the things that spawned the show was the COVID thing. But you know, obviously, people are passing away from other things beyond COVID, and right. uh, you know, but but how we so it's impacted even. I mean, I'm kind of thinking as you're talking, it's impacted even the way we celebrate or try to grieve or whatever we're doing the life because as human beings we're meant to be like you and me we'd rather be having lunch right now and give you a big hug right and if we're creating god's image and we're like hey we want a relationship it's been hard i mean i I just i miss i miss so much stuff even though stuff's open back up it's still you know i was i was at i was at lowe's the other day sabrina and i was buying something and the lady helping us so we've all had masks on right you know and she was helping so much above, above and beyond. And we got ready to leave. My wife was with me and I'm like, Hey, I just want to tell you thanks again. She goes, you're welcome. And I said, I got a smile on under here. You can't see it. And she goes, I do too. But you know, it's just, it's just different because we're not wired that way as humans. Right. Well, right. tell us, I guess, let's get into some words of, um, traditionally, you know, when people are looking to celebrate their loved ones' lives, I mean, just tell some of the many services you guys offer, um, I guess now you got some more on Do you have some online components as well? We do. Um, we have been using Facebook live pretty much, um, with every service. Okay. Um, that way those who aren't able to travel, those who aren't able to attend in person can still be there, um, in a virtual manner, but it has helped. Um, so that's been a big component for our service. We've been very creative with our services. Now we are holding a lot more services outside. Um, as you know, a big piece of dignity Memorial, which is our parent group is that we believe in telling life stories with our services. So we have the ability to transform an actual facility to reflect the decedent's life. So we can bring in personalized decor. We can bring in memorabilia that the decedent 
had, and we can actually transform any area of our building, our cemetery, our parking lot, whatever, um, to truly celebrate a person's life. A lot of families have been having their services outdoors because, of course, you can have more people. Um, just because we can socially distance. So we've been doing more services out in the cemetery. Um, We've been telling more life stories through vignettes, which are tables that we have set up with personalized um, objects that are either from our warehouse or we have the family bring in. And it's set up in a way to where you can actually see how the decedent lived throughout his or her life. Um, And then, of course, we're doing, um, like I said, the, the live streaming. Um, that helps tremendously. We are doing the photo montages as we have traditionally done. So we're trying to be more creative. We're trying to do more different things for families. Um, but ultimately, Ryan, it's still difficult because people still want to be there and they want to hug and they want to touch. I tell you, you know, Sabrina, this is my question. You know, I'm just curious to this, you know, as business leaders and, you know, our audience, like I said, all over the place between podcasts and video, this is this. But I think, yeah, there's no doubt, like, you know, I told you, you know, when I go speak at a conference, well, that's all shut down. That's not happening. It's, it's just not the same. But people want to be there in person. But it will be interesting to me is for, for like nonprofits, people sit on their board or for school councils, or let's say you can't get to that wedding or funeral. Will some of this technology then become the new norm, meaning that I want to be there in person, but if I can't, I now have another option that really wasn't done as much in the past. I, I think it probably will be. What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because Ryan, I think COVID-19 has changed the world forever. And I think once we get to a state to where we can go back to some sense of normalcy, people are still going to be afraid and people are going to be afraid to touch. People are going to be afraid to leave their homes. So Uh, they're going to not want to be so quick to go to their high school um, best friend, you know, from 50 years ago's you know, funeral service, but they want to be able to, but they want to, they want to show the respects and see it, but maybe not physically be there. And right. Yeah. I mean, you know, just hearing this, because I think this is what of all the interviews I've done, Sabrina, and I have the highest respect for, for you and, you know, Greg, Greg couldn't be here today, but you know, just the ultimate respect of what you guys do and how you do your business and your, in your um, facility. But yeah, you know, when you talk about life and death, literally, like we've done on those other shows, at a time when you got COVID going on, you know, because we're all kind of making expressions. You know, you know, everybody says, oh, we're making it day to day. Oh, my God, this whole year, 2020 go away. But to a certain extent, we only have a certain amount of years on this earth regardless. I mean, if we're perfectly healthy, which comes back to what your daily business is, celebrating the life. So just, you know, so I'm thinking as I'm talking, myself included, God, let's just wish this year away so we can get on with it. But we only have so many years. And, and what you're experiencing must be just surreal. It is. It is. Uh, so, well, I know you guys have been doing a lot of the um, – now, do y'all – do y'all? before I forget, what is the, some of the best ways, phone or email or website, that people can contact you? They want to celebrate their loved one's lives and see how this stuff or, – or, or planning. I know you plan in advance. We've talked about that before. Right. How can they contact you before we forget to take that, tell that information? Email is great. They can email me at sabrina.blackston at dignitymemorial.com. They can call us at the funeral home. They can go to the funeral home website and send in their information via contact form that will come directly to the location. Um, We ask that no one obviously does a walk-in right now. We're requiring appointments, um, but send us an email or give us a phone call and we'll definitely, you know, be willing to meet with you and discuss options. Because it is a time to think about your future arrangements. 
Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. And, and, you know, and so if the people are out there, can they, I'm just thinking out loud, if you have a person, like I know my, my, my parents are at risk. So they've been, mm-hmm. my mom was saying, hey, Ryan, I've been like in, basically inside since March, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So can they communicate with you guys to, about the services without having to um, come there? Absolutely. We can do everything virtually. Okay. Um, whether it be Zoom or via the Cisco WebEx platform, um, we have tons of options available. So they don't need to worry about leaving their home. Okay. And that's important. I want our audience to know because people are, you know, I know that's going to be a question that some of it asks. Well, like, do we have to make an appointment and come there? And if they say you don't have to, you can, but you don't have to. A lot of people might say if there's if they're at risk, they may say, you know, we do need to plan this, but we, we're not allowed to. And that's that is what I'm hearing you say. That you you can plan but you just need to pick, you know, an appointment, don't come to the door or, you know, set up a virtual time to have a meeting. Absolutely. That's correct. Okay. Um, well, let me tell you this, you've, you answered this for me before and different things we've done, but generally what is the, what is the most favorite part of your job? You know what I mean? You know, and what you're missing the most these days. You know what? And it sounds crazy, but the reason why <laughs> I even got into this industry is because because I love to provide service to others. Getting people through the most difficult time of their life is so gratifying for me. But what's most difficult also right now is not being able to give them that hug. It's not being able to console them when you know those tears begin to shed. That's difficult. And I have to be honest with you, and it's funny that you were discussing this because I think this is the first time in my entire profession where I had to look at my colleagues recently and say, this is a time that's new for all of us, even those who have been in the industry for 20, 30, 40 plus years. And I think we're all going to need to seek some sort of therapy or counseling after this is over because traumatic. no one, ex- right, this is traumatic for everyone. And of course, we're seeing a different side of it than the actual public is. And so it's difficult because we're trying to not only navigate in our normal lives, like the general public, but we're also trying to navigate on the flip side of it. So it's almost double as hard for us. And so, you know, I'm sure it's like that for other essential workers as well. It's very difficult for us. Well, you guys know with the, the magazine part of what I do, we have, we have, I've gotten to hear so many stories, but, but the, the, as much positive stuff of people trying to pour in, I'm telling you the, I don't think we have a clue of the, I'm talking about myself included about the after effects of, you know, Habits, when you start living a certain way and doing things for, for, you know, I mean, it may be a year or whatever, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I thought in March, you know, we'd be saying, hey, things are really opening up by now. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it's going to take a long time of recovery. And, you know, I had a psychologist, one of my friends on the show, a few shows back, and she talked about in the summer months, she was usually, you know, that was a little more downtime for her. And she was talking about how she she couldn't even take another patient. And they're only doing virtual counseling. Wow. And, and it just shows, you know, anxious, depressed, uh, overwhelmed, um, lonely, frustrated. You know, we have all these emotions going on. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think so many people, you know, when, when I say that, I'm, hey, I feel that, too. And Sabrina, you, you feel that, too. We're all human. I mean, we're we're made to have emotions. We, we keep doing our best. But uh, but, uh, you know, again, I hold you guys in highest regard. And I want, you know, li- life does go on and life also does stop forgetting COVID and, you know, getting to, into y'all's hands and, and making, even during this time, if it has to be, y'all are going to make the, uh, you know, process as smooth as it can humanly be. I mean, I, right. I can say that firsthand. Um, 
All right. So let's just make sure we're not missing anything. What are a few other things, anything else you want to share with the audience that uh, I haven't asked or anything that you think would be helpful for them to know? I don't think there's anything else. I think we pretty much covered the most important things. All right, cool. Well, okay. And why don't, why don't we give them one more time? Did you say, uh, give me your email and your, let's do your phone number too, if you know it. Okay. And then we'll sure. put it there and then I'll close this out in a sec. Sure. My email is sabrina.blackston, B-L-A-C-K-S-T-O-N at dignitymemorial.com. Telephone number is area code 770-972-3155. All right. Well, Sabrina, my friend, thank you for coming on with your air beats, is it? Power beats. Power beats. God. Power See, that's beats. why the show is real. You cannot do be that dumb online and, and when it's live. I'd never get it right. Okay. Power beats. I, I have some power beats, so like, but it made the sound perfect view. It's always a pleasure to see you, my friend. I, I look forward to seeing you in person uh, yes, hopefully thank before, you, Ryan. Long, or before long. But thanks again for coming on the show, Sabrina. Thanks for having me, Ryan. You, you take are care. Well, yeah, you are welcome. Folks, you've been listening to another Community Connections. Ryan Sauer's special guest today, Sabrina Blackston. Stay tuned for upcoming shows and thanks for tuning in. This has been the Community Connection Show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show, visit communityconnectionstv.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.